I'd rather take compliments than coffee, okay? Damn. Damn. I like that. Hit the theme music. That was a good one. That was solid. That was was good, right? Yeah, no, I totally dig it. Great work, guest. Thank you. Mysterious guest whose voice clearly we are not familiar with so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, dear listener readers, to Slow Readers, your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Brought to you by books. Brought to you by weeding. You know, I haven't been able to say that right in mm-hmm. like ten episodes. You have not. Uh, I mean, sometimes I thought that time I kind of leaned into it. It's but, like, endearing. There have been times when I've yeah. We're, okay, brought to you by Talking on Radio. Mm-hmm. It's a show about literature, and it's about books. It's about liberation, and it's about mid twentieth century or nineteenth century no- mm-hmm. novels. Guess what else is it about? Oh, it's about, um, you know, becoming not completely illiterate and educating yourself here and there and all around the square saying, catch me if you can. Catch 22. (laughs) You have a tattoo of that, don't you? Yeah, Yeah. I do. It's on just like, you know, my rib cage and then goes just, it's like a snake. It starts on my rib cage and goes all the way down (laughs) my back, through my leg to my foot. Nice. It's awesome. really classy. What wild college years? Oh, yeah. go crazy! Remember go your fat first tattoo, co-host? Uh, you mean that one of that one of Jared Leto as Joker? Yeah, I have on my arm. Yeah, where it's just it's him, and the quote is, uh, 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 uh I need a Harley for my Joker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gross. Oh man, that, mm-hmm. that weirded me out. Uh, Daniel's favorite thing to do is to not quite troll, but to quote any dickhead who's like i'm the joker of the group it's like <laughs> gross oh. go to hell we'll, we'll introduce ourselves in a moment but i think i did that for sex and violence right you definitely did that for sex and violence when i guessed it on that i i i did what i always wanted to do i started the show by just making everybody groan by saying hi everybody i'm the joker of the i'm the, the clown prince of talk on radio yeah and you and ryan <laughs> like, both went ugh, ugh <laughs> we're out of here that's why that show ended that, oh show. no mm-hmm. <laughs> terrible daniel ended it that's it let us inter- that being said let's introduce ourselves real quick uh-huh. Uh, Gabriel, who and what are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And I'm also a tender of the bar. An old tender heart. Old tender heart. That's my Irish accent. Pardon the old Jameson. Irish. The only thing I can say in an Irish accent is Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse like inertia. It's only because I hear her talk and she introduces herself in interviews. She goes, hi, my name is Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Really bad, except for the Saoirse. Yeah, I Guess I think every time we have you on the show from now on, it should be every Saoirse Ronan adaptation. I freaking we'll do agree. Brooklyn by Colm Tobin. We're gonna do yeah. the host by Stephanie. We'll Meyer. do the host by Stephanie Meyer, which will be terrible. And oh, what's that no. one about being on the beach? That's really sad. Cecil Beach. Like, okay, well, wait. Stop. Beach. Pause. 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 Don't pause, even pause. say anything right now because I, my roommates and I were watching it literally like two days ago, and then uh-huh. we hit the climax of it, literally the climax, and then hey. I had to leave. So I don't, all I know is the issue at hand, and I don't know what happens, and we're finishing it after I hang up with you guys, so don't tell oh. me. <laughs> that was an extremely subtle way to put that. I was going to I was gonna describe the climax of that in a very, very grotesque way. See? No, so, I got it. Wait, yeah. now I kind of want to hear your grotesque. Uh, oh, basically, well, you be like, you know, the movie where he nuts all over her. Yeah, that was, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so I, bad for her. 
I do not know what Unchelsea Beach. Chesil Beach? How do you Chesil say Chesil Beach? Chesil Beach? Chesil Beach? Okay. Yeah. Y'all y- y- have seen the movie. I have not uh, actually. I have not seen Unchesel Beach. Uh, I know the author, Ian McEwan, who's mm-hmm. a dude who actually we should do. You know him close and personally, yeah. I know him very well. We should no, do Atonement. We should. No, not Atonement. That's a great book. Atonement? Atonement? That's is another really Sir Sharonin one. That's, oh, that's actually, we should yeah, do that. Yeah, she's a baby. Yeah, she's so cute in that. Um, that's right. She's a little cute. Also, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in that. Yeah, Benny ba- Cumberlord. Back <gasps> when he was back when he was being cast for having a weird face. He, has, like, yeah, he does have a weird he face. He kind of looks like the kind of dude who would creep on a little girl. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, for that movie. he's in that? Wait, in Atonement? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you seen Atonement? Yeah. He's the um. He's the cousin who actually assaults uh, assaults uh. Who's it? Juno Temple? I think it's Juno Temple. Juno Temple in the beginning. That uh who. Who uh, 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 Sarisha accuses um, McAvoy, uh, McAvoy oh, of, of doing? Oh yes, he's the actual dude who does that. Oh uh, right, okay. And then she has to atone. Yeah. Oh, Myth? I see. Yeah. Co-host, introduce yes. yourself. Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh yes, please. please. <laughs> speaking of which. Oh boy. Whoa, what is this? That's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> I return to our earlier form of the show, where it's nothing but tangents. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so yes, we've gotten so much more discipline we, in the we show. Have been. This is like the most rambly we've done, we've been in in a while. Except because I'm here. Awful. It is true. Because you're here, you bring out the worst in us, Katie. Yeah, the best I, possible way. I do that oh, with everybody. Fault. You can ask oh, my roommates. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'm Daniel Gonzalez, uh, an Gonzalez, Gonzalez, producer, Gonzalez, editor, Gonzalez, writer, Gonzalez. and an author mm-hmm. of note. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, we have another person in the room, in case you haven't noticed. Yeah. Uh, it's not just Dale and I putting on a high-pitched voice. No, it's not. More yeah. high-pitched than my regular voice. Uh, uh, Gabriel, let us look to the side, into a portal. <laughs> That portal. looks into uh, uh, what is called the East Coast of America. In Whoa. Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, speaking of which, that's going to be important for the thing. What? Um, oh. But, uh, then, yeah, uh, all the way over there, we have returning guest. Pac- Re- returning Pac- champion. Let Pac- me Pac- call Pac- from over here. Hey. Cheesy. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hey, I'm back. I stand, Katie Ann. Uh, uh. Oh my god! Every time I come on the show, you have something new for me, and I love I it. I know. Wow. It's all about it. That Katie, I'm Katie Kometz, our yes. favorite guest. You've been on the show maybe four or five times now. Uh, quite a um, bit. Please, introduce yourself to our audience. Hey there, everybody. I'm Katie Kometz. On, uh, that sounds so weird. I, I, my name has like a ring to it, but it, I feel so weird introducing myself every time. I don't know why. But hey, guys. Try having my name. Cack Attack here. Uh, I'm a student at Villanova. I'm a filmmaker. Moving out to LA real soon. Hot yep, stuff boy. going on. Uh, 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 uh. That's oh, about it. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know. Solid. Uh, I do want to extend the invitation for uh, Jonathan B. Horny out there to challenge, challenge for favorite guests so he can be on and absolutely just be like, hey, I made you guys brownies. Yeah. And he's, <gasps> like, he's like, guys, tell me about your favorite books. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you guys brownies. What? Yeah. Oh. If it keeps my favorite status, then I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're Sean, being challenged, Sean. Sean, you have a battle going on right now. Yeah, You're let's go, Sean. Sean got a battle are, going but on. I don't like you. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a sweet guy. He's a nice guy. Bet. Check out the Whip Around podcast for yes. all your macabre science, sports, feminist news. <laughs> all right, yeah, go, Sean. To, and listen to our episode we did, I think, for Halloween of 2018, where we did uh, Zombie by Jerry Scarrow Oates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yes. That said, that said, I think we're going. I think we're going a little long here. We're going a little long in the tooth here, right? Nonsense. We have a book to talk about. And, Wait, uh, uh, really? Yes, we yeah. Do. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Uh-oh. oh, oh, uh, <laughs> we, uh, I thought this was a uh... trailer podcast. We're yeah, talking about trailers. Yes, I did. Guys, okay, let's talk well... about Alexander Duplass soundtrack for Greta Gerwig's 
Little women. Let's do it. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. Which one would have yeah. Tom Alexander Desplats score for that? Oh, I love the song in the trailer. It's you really like pretty. Is that really an original pretty. song in the yeah. trailer? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Sure is. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of our very special guest, Katie Ann Kometz, we are doing Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. We're finally doing it. Yay. Yay. Which also, I guess, counts for Branded as well. Because stranded? Little Stranded. Stranded as well. <laughs> stranded because Stranded Women. Oh no! It's on the stranded, st- our, our ongoing uh, series, Stranded Women. Love it. Which are all about like those those now and then like acclaimed f- women authors from like the 19th century and yeah. like, early 20th century. We're caught in the uh, island of being oppressed by uh, by men by, patri- by patriarchy. Dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dudes. So that's, fucking patriarchy. That's it. We're doing I'll Little say. Women, uh, as selected by our guest, Kakatek. Yes. Why are we talking about Little Women? Um, because freaking Greta Gerwig is, has a remake. I'm wow. so excited. Um, I also found out, do you know who co-wrote it? Who? Your, your Sarah Polly. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Wait, the great Sarah Polly. Who's Sarah Polly? Sarah Polly is an excellent actress. You might you might know her from the movie <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, starring Zack Snyder. But also, she wrote several truly outstanding character dramas, such as Away From Her, and a documentary about her life, that's also a fictionalized account of trauma. Um, so, Katie, if you and love here. the work of Greta Gerwig, yes. check out Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly, I will immediately. She's a big fucking deal. I can't wait. Can't wait. I, but I've yes. I've definitely seen her in things. I, I don't really remember what she She's blonde. She's redhead. She's white. Oh, close. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Same right. thing. Um, yeah. So, no, that's cool. But uh, yes, the but... trailer just dropped, so that's super exciting. You know, yeah, it dropped, we like, all... it dropped several weeks ago, and uh, I mean, we'll get into like the casting and whatnot in a moment when we talk about like the characters of the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. Katie um, and I were were texting. Katie and I often text about upcoming movies yes. and camera lenses because that's kind of our jam. Always. And then um, I think Katie was the one who sent me the trailer with uh, several out. several emojis of like of a crazy joy. <laughs> yeah, it's really what eggplants. <laughs> yeah, Katie texted me eggplant, eggplant, eggplant. Um, OMG, Little Women trailer, OMG. peach, 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 water drops. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. The quote. Kakata. <laughs> yes. We would, we, we would never ask our guests to do such work, so we did this for you. I did a little, <gasps> little research into Louisa May Alcott. Oh, tell me everything, uh, Daniel. I gotta be honest, I wrote a lot, I wrote a lot, probably more than I should have. Go nuts! Uh, that is, her, yeah, go crazy. Yeah, her information, like, I'm surprised, not I'm surprised, but she has a, no, she has, like, a very interesting life. Yeah, these days, guys, um, our show is only 30% nonsense, and now it's, like, 70% actual literature. Oh, my God, can you create, I know, we're growing up. We've grown up. Believe it. We're in our 30s now, Katie. What? (gasps) Yeah. I straight forgot my age. Yeah, Uh, I forgot my age the other day, too. I I thought it was 31. I I forgot my birthday. The the other day, I forgot (laughs) my birthday. I was like, maybe I'm gonna go on vacation this week, and, oh, wait, that's my birthday. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> well, birthdays what the heck, are, Gabriel? Are what? It doesn't matter to me. We, we also forgot your age. Um, G- Katie, Gabriel, you were 21. I'm yeah. 21. Daniel forgot your the, age. The, no, the yeah, magic no, year. Well, it's funny. Once I... Oh, well, well, now You've that I've turned 21... You've definitely gone on mic um, uh, committing a crime by giving you alcohol on this show. No. I, me? Yeah, no. we have. Committing have. a crime? I've, Doing I've something illegal? Very... I would never... That might have been sex and violence. I think that was sex and violence because I've been very adamant about not giving Katie alcohol when she was no we definitely gave her an no Isabella no it was definitely during an episode. Uh, yeah, yeah no it definitely happened once or twice yeah we committed a fun. crime sorry Katie I interrupted you no no it's okay I don't remember what we were saying you have to remind me oh 21 21 oh yes yes well that's where I'm at right now so 
Well, let's see. Last time I talked to you guys was the day after my 21st celebration. So uh-huh. since then, I still cannot listen to Buy You a Drink. That's that song. Yeah, you know Oh, it. by T-Pain. Uh-huh, uh-huh, T-Pain, yeah. Um, and, in fact, we actually just had acapella auditions um, that I'm president of my group for. And so someone yeah, came are. in. It's mm-hmm. odd, but they auditioned with that song. And yeah, I could literally taste the gin vomit in my mouth the entire time. <laughs> it was the worst thing. I'm going, I'm like, not, I'm not, I can't drink right now. I have surpassed my limits. My body now dies. I don't know what happened. It's only been three years since I like really started drinking. And yet, like, if I, I oh my God, I had the, I had a wine night with my friends last weekend. And the next day. Uh, first of all, I just passed out in my bed. Like, I think I literally, like, sat on my bed that night, and then I woke up, like, five hours later, and I'm like, what's going on? And I turned off oh, my dear. light and continued sleeping. But I almost, <laughs> I, once I actually got up, first I was so hungover, and then I guess I was so beyond dehydrated because, like, I wasn't taking care of myself earlier in the week anyway that I Solid. almost passed out in the bathroom. I was, oh, my God, it was so bad, guys. So now I had to, like, take a break. So that's Katie, how wait till you're in your 30s. No, I, I can't I handle can't... my alcohol anymore. I can't do it. I don't know what happened. Well, so, you know, now's the time you build up your tolerance, and mm. then you and then it all comes crumbling when you hit around, like, 28. Oh, no. Okay, well, the problem is, is that I have my drunk personality is to not stop drinking, and I don't understand it. I don't, I, like, it's like I, I know my limit, but my drunk self says, screw that, I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> no, it's bad. But anyway, I'm good. We believe in you, Katie. Thank Speaking you. Of which, Speaking of which, Louis May Alcott. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa May Alcott, crazy uh, drunk, could not hold her shit. <laughs> I was almost in a second. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> uh, actually, no. First of all, I actually should clarify that. I mean, she was a writer. Uh, yeah. So, like, that's it. Let me go. Let me give you some facts about Louisa May Alcott, author of Little Women. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and for, Joe's boys. Very interesting. I'm trying. To, I'm gonna try and be brief with this because, like I said, I wrote a lot. Okay. Um, okay. So she was. So she lived 1838 to 1888. Mm-hmm. And a little known fact about like this book is that I was constantly surprised and just like reminded that this is an American novel. Yeah. I keep thinking that this is English. So every time really? the book when it when it goes like Civil War, I go oh, Civil War, and I was like, oh yeah, but that happened like every chapter. Uh-huh. Yep. Um. <laughs> so anyway. She was born in Germantown, Pennsylvania, <gasps> just northwest of Philadelphia, and it's now fun. part of Philadelphia, which is very close. Actually, well, uh, very close to where we all grew up in yeah. uh, the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. It's super close. Um, her parents were transcendentalists, which essentially means that she loved acid. She grew up like surrounded uh, with family friends such as Ralph Waldo Emerson, Nathaniel oh, Hawthorne, that. Yeah. Henry what? David Thoreau, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Wadsworth? Like she like grew up around them? Yeah. Yeah, she like, grew up. They were they were family friends. Like they were all transcendentalists and her fa- and her parents were like part stop. of like a transcendentalist group or whatever. That's insane. She was the second of four daughters. Uh, what? In order, haha, it's like wink wink, get it? Uh in order they go uh Anna Bronson, Louisa May, Abigail May, and then Elizabeth Sewell, Sewell. I've heard that pronounced Sewell? a couple times like Sewell, but like yeah. Sure. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, basically her father, her father, whose name was, uh, Bronson Alcott, uh, he didn't Great really, name. he didn't really get Louise's kind of, like, willfulness, um, so there was kind of, like, a divide between them. Also, he, uh, kind of clashed with, uh, the, uh, the mother, Abigail, 
Um, Abigail didn't really was always frustrated because the father didn't really understand like her kind of sacrifice in terms of like being like a mother and wife, and also the father kind of like struggled to kind of like like uh, you know keep everybody afloat financially. Provide. They they moved twenty two times in thirty years. Whoa! Uh, yeah, a couple lot. times. Who are they? Me? Including one time when <laughs> apparently like they bought a house, loved it, then had to move out, and then Hawthorne moved in. <laughs> That's um, insane. But, Author of the Scarlet Letter? That same dude. That was the guy, right? Nathaniel Hawthorne? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was forgetting exactly what he's done. Um, he, uh, he also believed in the quote-unquote sweetness of self-denial. So he was very much like, you know, transcendentalist. That sounds like a that. terrible euphemism for something. It is. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it gets something suggestive. Yeah. But also, uh, because the... <laughs> Papa Al got way into edging. <laughs> because uh, it's more like like orgasm but not... Edging, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not it. Anyway, sorry, not going to talk about that. <laughs> what am I, you two? There's a lady on the show. Um, <gasps> Where? You were, you were saying Just much. Kidding. You were, you were guys it. talking about your end Chelsea Beach. Anyway, Chelsea. 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 I always say Chelsea. Um, but that's it. Uh, the mother also kind of like growing up with these kind of like always these frustrations kind of imparted on her most willful daughter. The kind of like struggles about being a woman in 19th century society. So like, she, so uh, Louisa kind of grew up like like being aware of those things yeah buddy um let me see yeah, buddy. Uh, what to do uh, baby she was always a writer <laughs> but she but at various points she was also given like counsel and advice and whatnot and criticisms from emerson hawthorne and authors like Megan, uh, margaret fuller and julia ward howe hey uh her first book was uh flower fables in 1849 which she specifically wrote there were tales written for emerson emerson's daughter lily Lillet. I looked away for a second. Ellen. Lillet. Also known as Cookie Americana. Uh-huh. Uh, the, fam- the family served as uh, station masters for the Underground Railroad. That's and, cool. Uh, and actually hosted uh, Frederick Douglass in their house. That's wild. Yeah. That's really cool. And, let's, uh, let's write a one-act play about Louisa May Alcott chilling to Frederick Douglass. That actually was a really good story, yeah. Um, uh, Alcott also became the first woman to register to vote in Concord, Massachusetts. Suffragette City! Uh, the 50s sucked. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> because again, they kind of they grew up poor. Uh, she uh, had to like work to essentially support the family, um, and like and at some point she like contemplated suicide because she couldn't find work. Uh, she was ha- she was creatively kind of like frustrated. Uh, also, and I'll get to this deeper. Uh, the youngest sister died mm. uh, when she was very very young. Oh my was God. it of scarlet fever? Uh, it actually was scarlet fever. It was scarlet fever. And uh, and also the marriage of the eldest sister uh, kind of like signaled what she called like the the end of the sisterhood. Uh, but how many pants were there? How many pants? How many pants? All the pants. Did they travel? <laughs> Go on. How dare you? That's a great uh, movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cry every time I watch it. I forget. Stacked cast, too. Well, Yo, True. That is a Alexis Bledel. That is Blake yeah. Lively, America Ferreira, and Amber Tamblin, homie. Oh man! Literally the best class ever cast. And Lucy Hale for some reason. The, the one I don't True. care for is, is that is that what's her face? Who am I talking about? Who's the one I don't care? Blake Lively. Blake Lively. <gasps> She's got a one movie. How she dare you? That's a movie. sin. That's a sin. She's America's <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> I don't know. Girl, I've never seen Travel uh, Sister of Pants. Hey, well, I, watch I, that. No, actually, don't watch favors, that. You, um, won't, you won't like her in it. I think Anna Kendrick is America's sweetheart, but that's just me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, eighteen sixty, she began writing for the Atlantic Monthly, and she also served as a nurse in the Civil War. Uh, her letters home were published in eighteen sixty three as hospital sketches, which were which won her tons of acclaim for her observational like humor and just like her observations. In She's a funny lady. Uh, her father, <laughs> who she was distant with, uh, responded with a Bronson poem, responded with a poem called "To Louisa May Alcott from Her Father." Is it like a diss poem? No. 
<laughs> no, it's like the opposite. Where like it's oh. him like expressing how finally much, validating how much, her. Like, he, he like expresses oh, like no. he appreciates her self sacrifice and like selflessness and whatnot. Hey, can we so start so bringing in instead of like diss tracks, have like appreciation validation tracks? You, you get into the rap game and you bring that. I'm gonna do that. There you go. Uh, Okay, so now we're getting into like like this literary the, the meat of the matter. Stuff. She wrote several adult novels, most of which were autobiographical in some way or another. But basically, once her children's books became popular, that's what she focused on. Uh, she published Little Women or Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy hmm. in 1868. She struggled at first, feeling she couldn't write for girls, but her publisher encouraged her to keep going. Uh, a sequel followed the next year called Part Two, which was renamed against her wishes to Good Wives. And in fact, the book that I'm sure we all read called Little Women is actually in part one and part two. The first book, the first part is Little Women. The second part is actually the sequel, uh, Good Wives. And as a matter of fact, um, announcing this now, we only did part one of this book. Fuck yeah. When the movie comes Hell out, yeah. we'll be back. Katie Cack will be back. Mm-hmm. And we'll be doing part two, also known as Good Wives. And we'll also be talking about Dune. How about me Dune, and Sersha? Starring Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That's how do you say his last name? Chalamet. Chalamet. Mm-hmm. I don't like what him. What do I notice and you don't? It's a little français. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't like him. What? Oh wow. Actually, I don't really know. I should. Yeah. You, you guys like him? You, I don't know. Um, call me by your name. I think it's outstanding. I still need I, to see that. I, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that movie looks really good, but I don't that like That movie him. will change your mind on him because he is amazing in it. I, I that movie mean, is yeah. gorgeous. I've been wanting to see yeah, that for that. like over a year. I think about it like all the time. For like <laughs> over a year I've been waiting to see it but it's never available to rent off I of know. iTunes and it hasn't been streaming anywhere. I, Daniel, really, same. That is the yeah. reason I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it, it is kind of frustrating because it's like, do I want to spend 15 bucks and buy it? Or no. I don't know. Anyway. I would. It's you should good. guys, if you guys want a really good little yeah. indie film, Saints Rest is really good. I bought Saints it on Rest? Amazon. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah. It's because... Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, it's good. It's cute. I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm almost done here. I got three paragraphs to go. (laughs) Okay. All right, I'll be quick. Uh, Unlike Joe, Joe, which is clearly her counterpart in like the novel Little Women, uh, she remains single for the rest of her life. Spoiler for the end of the book. Uh, She, she claims, she claims she feels like she's a man's soul inside a woman's body, which Hmm. is uh, again very like that's something Joe actually kind of announced very early on in the book. Um, she says uh, that she had fallen in love with so many girls throughout her life, but never really fell in love with any men. Um, she did, however, have a very passionate romance in Europe with a Polish man whose nickname was Laddie. Oh. Uh, her, his actual name is very Polish and difficult to pronounce. I didn't write it down. Sure. Uh, but clearly that's an influence of, on Laurie, played sure. by Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Um, she also had a, a rivalry with Abigail May. Uh, kind of, which kind of uh, uh, symbol like it's, it references like her uh, Joe's uh, rivalry with uh, with Amy. Sure. But, um, also, in spoilers for people who know this happens, um, her youngest sister Elizabeth Sewell contracted scarlet fever from a poor German family and died at age twenty two. Yep. Oh, I didn't know she was that old. Yeah. No, actually, I don't know how she is in the in the book when when she dies, but um, but uh, yeah, which clearly influenced uh, the character Beth's death. Mm-hmm. And also, much like her literary counterpart, she was, like, she's a very, like, like earthy, kind of, like, simple kind of person. So she was, like, super 
like willing to go like mm-hmm. she literally told her father it's like it's okay it's better it's me than any of the other sisters yeah which is fucking weird that's wild <laughs> but uh but yeah little women was an immediate commercial and critical success uh alcott meanwhile would shy away from attention and act as a servant to any fans visiting her cool uh she was regarded as one of several authors who also addressed women's issues openly and plainly in the in, during the gilded age of the 18th century or 19th century uh-huh uh she died in 1879 uh she took on may's daughters after she died uh, she co-founded Women's Education Industrial Union in Boston. She contracted typhoid fever during the Civil War and was <laughs> health, unhealthy for the rest of her life. So she died from a stroke two days after her father died. Her last words were, is it not meningitis? Badinch. No. <laughs> She's also, and last thing, buried on Author's Ridge, quote unquote, a row of writers that includes Hawthorne, Emerson, and Thoreau. Hey. Wow. Good so again, research, I, Daniel. Oh my God. The word, was that actually her last words? Yeah, no, that was last Shut time. Shut up. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> but no, no, yeah. No, she has a. This is a meningitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she Solid seems funny. authorly last words. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. So, anyway, that is that is the research I've done into Little Women. Yep. Published by Louisa May Alcott. Uh huh. Wow, snap, snap, snap. Clap, clap, yeah. clap. Uh huh. That's it. Let me close this. Okay. All right. So, now that I got that all away, let's finally talk about the first half of little women sure aka the actual little women because it's two books in one come on mm-hmm. yeah. true and it's also not like the uh, uh good wives which is part two isn't the only sequel there was little men and then like joe's boys? joe's boys okay yeah this it, all makes sense now because the first half of the book is the best part anyway oh <laughs> shit take that out so, let's, let's put it this way katie k have yeah. you read this book before I have not read this book before, no. But I've seen the movie. I grew up watching the movie, so like I know the story really well. Um, which version of the movie? The one of Fernanda Ryder? Yes. Mm, I have it on DVD. Have... I would eat my. I remember. Do you guys know Farina? The it's like oatmeal. Farina? Yeah, it's like oatmeal, but it's kind of not. It's a warm breakfast cereal. Anyway, cool. I would eat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I have a very vivid resounding memory. silence. <laughs> yeah, right. I have a very vivid memory of. It was like, I think it was winter, and I was eating it, and I was on the floor, and I was watching Little Women. I have no idea how old I was. Don't know the time. But I remember that. And I'm like, wow, this movie. And I remember being bored sometimes. I remember being interested (laughs) in the first half and then super bored the rest of it. Uh, I just want to say, okay, yeah, we're talking uh, about uh, Little Women, the 1994 version, Mm -hmm. which I believe most of us kind of like were aware of, if not we have seen. Gabriel, have you seen the 94 version? I have not. I've actually avoided Little Women my whole life. You know, back, you know, when you're like a teenage boy and like, like a young boy in like the <laughs> 90s, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like most guys, like I had, I had a macho older brother who thought that girl stuff was dumb. Mm-hmm. And that's also the reason why, as I've said before on multiple shows, why I waited so long to see one of my favorite movies, Dirty Dancing, which mm-hmm. is just like a perfect movie straight up. Because kind of it was girl yeah. stuff. It's a perfect movie. And so I've always been like, I don't need to watch Little Women. I'm a boy. <laughs> and so I, I never really got into it my whole life. And I thought this was a great opportunity. When the trailer came out and Katie wanted to do the book, I'm like, this is a great chance to finally read it. And I hope to see both movies by the time that we record next time. Yay! Yeah. That sounds good. All right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale played Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theodore. Eric Stoltz played John Brooke. Cool. Uh, who comes in later on? Uh, but also, yeah, the the sisters are played by Winona Ryder, uh, Trey Alvarado. No, no, no. Uh, Kirsten Dunst uh, plays young Amy, right? Yeah, uh, plays Amy, and then uh, Claire Danes played Beth. Oh, oh, that's cool. cool. That's interesting. 
Um, also, have you guys seen Midsummer or Midsommar? Yes, we have seen Midsommar. It we'll was save so it for good. the end. Oh yeah, I was. Star oh so yeah, good. I was texting you starring, about that. Starring my girl Florence Pugh. Oh, yes, that's what I, that's what made me think about it because I wanted to mention how that I'm so excited <laughs> for all of them. I've seen every single mm-hmm, actress yeah. in this movie in so many different things, and they're Cat? finally in this. <laughs> yeah, I need to finish <gasps> Sharp Objects. Cat? Sharp Objects is good. Yes. Yeah, tell us who's in the new, uh, who plays the sisters in the new movie, which comes out in December of 2019. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse. Um, Emma Watson. Uh, okay, so I should probably say, like, what character they are. Yeah, Emma Watson is Meg. Um, Saoirse is Joe. Uh, Florence is Beth, right? She's Amy. Amy. She's Amy. Damn it, I knew that. I knew Amy. I know, she, no, no, she is totally Amy. And then, what's her name from Sharp Objects is Beth. (laughs) Amma. I don't know her She's name Beth. One second. Eliza Scanlon. Yeah, she plays Amma. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Amma. Mm-hmm. I also continuously forget Emma Watson is in this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love know. I love that she's in it. I, you know, she just doesn't do, like, too many films anymore. Movies and the fact that she's in this. She doesn't yeah. have to. She's part... That's like, she's... like, Mark Hamill never had to work again. Oh, yeah, no, she doesn't have to. Plus, she's, like, just super, like... I don't know, she's trying to make a difference in the world, so she's, like, focusing yeah. on that instead. And I'm like, she's I love you. She's cool. She's a cool cat. She's yeah. so freaking cool. Also, yeah, the, the movie also stars, as we said, Timothy Chalamet. As Laurie. Theodore Laurie Lawrence. Also, Laura Dern as Ma. Ma I love Ma. that. Ma. I love that Laura Ma. Dern Ma. is in it. Uh, Meryl Streep plays Aunt March. Yes. Old crotchety Aunt March. Yeah. And also, I think I think this is awesome. Uh, Bob Odenkirk as Mr. March. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, cool, he plays the dad. That's cool. awesome. I buy that. Yeah. But, you uh, can see um, Florence Pugh being a child of Bob Odenkirk and Laura Dern. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know it. You know. You know it. Those those girls are very pretty for coming from Laura Dern and Bob Odenkirk. No, hey, they're beautiful. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. He was very handsome back in the day. Have you seen Mr. Show? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I find Bob Odenkirk attractive. You like you like potato looking men. I do like potato looking men. Potato looking men. So okay, that, Gabe. That's why we're super excited. <laughs> uh, Cack Attack is a huge fan of Greta Gerwig, the yes. actress and filmmaker mm-hmm. who did uh, 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 Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. That's what it's called. Dun, dun, dun. Still have not seen since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> much, yeah. much like Call Me by Your Name, another movie I haven't seen since 2017. Yeah, Daniel, let's let's have a night where we watch both those movies because they're both outstanding works of film. Yeah, they're so good. Well, yeah. okay, I, I'm only speaking for one, but Lady Bird is yeah. m- oh, yeah. amazing. It's one of my absolute favorite movies ever i love greta's style i'm so excited how her style works for little women you know i'm very interested to see how she turns this book into a movie because uh it's a long book gabriel yes can you tell us what the first half of little women aka the little women Mm -hmm. aka the meg joe uh beth and amy (laughs) yes uh meg joe beth amy made in 1868 Gabriel, yep. what happens in this book? Well, a lot of it is almost anecdotal, that it starts a little small stories. I was telling you earlier that this feels like the weird crossbreed between Pride and Prejudice and Anne of Green Gables, mm-hmm. that you have almost little stories about women and their loves and their search for independence, that kind of thing. And uh, like Anne of Green Gables is very episodic. So basically, we follow the March family. We have the daughters, as we've discussed at length, um, and they all have their different qualities meg is very um very elegant and very but also her weakness is for wanting riches for even though she's very matronly joe is very fiery and very creative Mm -hmm. and she has trouble controlling her temper um beth is like the sweet one 
who like only Aww. likes housework and playing piano. The silent Rip. monk of the group. Yeah, the silent <laughs> monk. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so I love that. And then, uh, um, for those of you who don't get that joke, um, in the band U2, <laughs> the nicest guy. thing anyone ever has to say about the bassist Adam Clayton is he's the, the nice one. He's the, the silent monk. He's the nice one, the silent monk. And you know, I want to give him credit. Uh, in the one U2 song that I actually really, really like, uh, he, he Those plays are some an amazing bass, bass hits. That's yeah. a great bass. Uh, He's a of, very f- acceptable bassist. Even if you're not a fan of U2, which I'm, which we're not, we're not. Check out Moment of Surrender. It is, it is great. And from the get go, it has this great bass line. Yeah. So moving take on. That <laughs> yeah. And then there's, <laughs> and then there's Amy, who is about as fiery as Joe, but much less into a feminine quality. Joe is a tomboy, and Amy is much more feminine, but they butt heads very often. Mm. Their father is away at the Civil War as a chaplain, mm-hmm. and basically Marmy and the girls have to try and fend for themselves. They, be- they befriend the neighbor boy, um, uh, Lori, and his grandfather, Mr. Lawrence, mm-hmm. and basically um, the the gang of five, they kind of go about adventures, they go, they learn to mature, they go to balls, they go ice skating, they knit, they talk about their futures, their plans, Joe writes, etc. And it um, all wraps up by the end of part one with Meg accepting the marriage proposal of Laurie's tutor, Mr. Brooke. Mm. Good and stuff. that's about all we need to talk. Yeah, that was good. Hey. Thanks, guys. That was a nice way to sum that up. I'm a summarizer. Yeah, he's very <laughs> fast at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 that, that 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 that's cool. So none of us have really read Little Women before, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, none of us have. This is the first time. And mm-hmm. on, yes. yeah, honestly, what did y'all know about Little Women before getting into it? What did what did I know about it? Yeah, like what did you think about Little? Like what did you think Little Women was before? picking it up um i already said it just seemed like a bunch of like like girl stuff like anecdotal an- yeah i, I, th- I thought stuff. it was like like a almost like a dickens like oh we're a family and we're all girls and we're poor and i'm like yeah whatever <laughs> so I that was english like and, then, <laughs> and i thought they were english and i did not, not realize not i thought this was a british book. every chapter i, I had no idea <laughs> like when See, I, the thing, I, yes go on sorry uh with like the fact that you thought it was british the reason that i know to myself while reading it that it's not British is because I'm not absolutely bored out of my mind and want to quit. <laughs> oh, Katie. Take I that, hate Brits. British literature. I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you're not an Austin fan at all? Um. You can I say no, know. it's okay. Also, if you just haven't read Austin. I don't know if nice. I've read Austin. I have read, wait, I read Withering Heights in high school. Wuthering Bronte. Heights. That was that's the, yeah, the literal Bronte. worst fucking cool. book yeah, I've no, ever read in my that's life. That's Emily Bronte. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I took a course in 19th century <laughs> English literature, which really helped me. No, that's Emily. Yeah, no, Charlotte's Jane. Did I say Charlotte? <laughs> yeah, no, I said Charlotte. Sorry. I, I meant. So, um, yeah, um, I, had, I have much more appreciation for it now that I took that course. But okay. Admittedly, English literature, especially to modern audiences, is often impenetrable. Yeah. In CAC. Yes. I will, com- I will commiserate. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I will commiserate saying that, like, yes, no, I also avoid uh, British literature in general. Yeah. Um, there's only so many Brit writers I really like. Uh, I feel like I'm talking about this in relation to the book, but the book is not British. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but also, I generally avoid 19th century literature mm-hmm. from anywhere on the whole. That's just, that's my style. That's fine. That's how I, that's You're how allowed. I, that's how I do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Daniel, you, baby? What were, well, Katie, what were your preconceptions? Well, you, you've... I saw the You've movie. You've seen the as a movie, kid. Mm-hmm. so okay. I guess I quit the same thing. Do you remember the your... movie very well? Um, she remembers that. Like oatmeal. I said, I don't remember the second half well. I just remember. Um, remember thing you ate. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Joe the most for sure. I always remember that, and I remember Beth dying. 
Yeah. Um, I know a lot of I'm I've like because it's like the kind of like people I hang around with. I know a lot of women who've absolutely loved this book mm-hmm. and who completely like Joe is like their favorite character in fiction. Oh yeah, yeah. My roommate, um, my roommate Josie, she absolutely loves this book. It is her absolute favorite book. And so she was telling she, when I told her that I have to read it, she was like, Oh my god, oh my god, please do. Maybe I'm gonna reread it. And she's like, <laughs> right she's so cute. Book yeah. club. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Joe and Amy are the cool ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like Meg is. Fine. I'm trying Beth to figure is, out which one nice. I am. <laughs> Josie thinks I'm like Joe, but I think you're more like Joe. I think I'm more like Joe just because I'm super fiery and will argue with absolutely everybody, and I'm Solid. super creative. I've seen it. All right, well, that, 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 mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um. But Daniel, what about you? What was your preconception? No, I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. I Other than it being seen, British, and, I, as you thought. I, I remember it being British. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I remember it taking places, place in the streets of London. Yes, um, London. But a London town. I remember <laughs> seeing like one scene towards the end where all the little women are dressed up uh, for like winter, and it's like near Christmas. And I think like. Christmas... Wait, so you you happened to bump into the ending of the movie? I like saw a scene. Like it was it was like at the end of something. It was it was at the end, and I was about to see the next thing. So I saw the last scene of the movie. Okay. Which I, I don't even know if this was the last scene or just remember being the last. Sure. Scene. But like that's what I remember. Other than that, I just know that it's about uh, like young women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You mean little something like small women, maybe young small, young small, ladies, young small ladies, females, small females, <laughs> tiny, tiny chicks, yeah, tiny chicks, yeah, tiny chicks. I'm kind of bummed you guys ha- aren't familiar with, with Pride and Prejudice because there's a lot of parallels to this. Mm. But maybe we'll save that for uh, for part the two. next time for part mm. two because True. I'm going to make Daniel sit down and watch the entirety of the BBC miniseries of Pride and Prejudice. And we'll see if that happens. It's so yeah. fucking good, guys. <laughs> good luck, Daniel. Oh, man. It's so good. Katie, you would love it, actually. The direction really? and acting is impeccable. Ooh. This is the reason why people have boners for Colin Firth. Really? It's so good. Okay. Watch it just for, for where, the staging alone. Where can amazing. I watch it? Um, Prime. Okay. Just give it a shot. It's so good. I also, it's so funny and it's wonderful. Oh, I can't wait. No, I'll, I'll probably start tonight, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, um, it's dynamite. First of all, this reminds me of two things. Oh, no. I'm already forgetting the one thing. <laughs> oh, no. Not a good start. Favorite <laughs> guest, Katie Kometz. Oh, Kometz. no. Katie Kometz killing it. There was something. It was like a sidetrack, but it was somewhat still related. But now I have another sidetrack on my mind that's completely unrelated. Okay. Let's let's take <laughs> one, and then we're going to go on break so we can play a game. Yeah. And then we'll return to your other one if you're a member it for part three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. I got my... Oh, no. I, hopefully I can remember. But the, <laughs> the most... The unrelated one is the fact that I got all of my roommates hooked onto the OA. Yes, Ooh, I remember the first the one. Wait, I just... It's <laughs> okay. the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. I rem- I just started watching the show Sherlock because two weeks ago I watched both movies with my dad. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of the shit. And I'm the hugest nerd in the planet. But, like, sure. I freaking love Sherlock. And so then my other roommate, because I live with three girls, my other roommate got me hooked <gasps> on the show Which one of you now. is which of the girls? What? Sorry, go on. I interrupted you. What, what was that? Oh my god! Oh, so should... which what? Sorry, if you're Joe, what are the others? That's what we were we were literally discussing this the other night. Okay, let's That's see. That's funny. I was. I don't remember. I have to ask them. I'll ask them at break. Yeah, pretty much. I'll come back <laughs> to you with that. I know I'm Joe, and I think Josie might be like Amy. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. Go on. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Sorry, I got my. Saying... I, I'm hooked on Sherlock, and I got my roommates hooked onto the OA, which is. By far the best show ever made, and Netflix canceled it because they wanted to put $250 million to the stupid freaking writers of Game of Thrones, who I can, I plan on punching them in the face whenever I meet them. I'm Sick bastards. You heard it here first. 
What's the OA? The she OA? She told us about this last time she was on the show. It's like a show about... <laughs> she she also found it imp- um, impossible to define. Okay, no, 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 no. I can do this. I can't define it. But okay. I can tell you the plot, which I already did. Now, it's all coming back to me. Me and my hungover state last time I talked to you. Um, uh-huh. uh, the plot of the first episode is about this girl who... Well, woman now. Uh, she was blind <laughs> all of her life. She oh, disappears oh, for seven years. And when they refind her, she's not blind anymore. Okay. Britt Marling and Zal... Zal make it. I don't remember his last name, but Britt Marling and Zal. They're literally, like, they are my creative heroes. I have a whole TV show idea that I need to work on with them, and I refuse to make it unless they're part of it. Okay, moving on. Solid. Cool. <laughs> moving on. Let's I think go on break. break. All right, Rad. When we come back, we're going to play a game, a literary game, I believe Gabriel has cooked up for me and I Kakadak have indeed. To fucking fight I'm it so out. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to win, Daniel. Uh, we'll see. I, I have no idea what this game it's is. About about. Oh, it's about Godzilla oh, again. No, it's not. Yeah, it is not. <laughs> it's another It's another one on Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. That was a good game. Uh, I it was a one. good game. I like it because I won. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, we're going to go on break. We're going to play a game. And then after that, we're going to do final thoughts. So, Kakatek, can you please take us to break? break? Take us to the break, y'all. Mm-mm. Boom! And we're back with and your off. two oh. favorite gents and a lady in the room, all <laughs> talking about small <laughs> females. Small females. Small about females. tiny baby ladies. Tiny chicks. Tiny yes, chicken pies. Tiny chicks. The tiny 20, chicks. The 2019 adaptation. <laughs> it's the, uh, the crossover between Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and White Chicks. That would be <laughs> so fun. But That'd all taking amazing. place within the story of Little Women. <laughs> yeah. Also, you go back in time. <gasps> so back to the Future's in there, too. Oh, fuck yeah. Tiny Chicks, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of them had subtitles, right? No, they didn't. Mm. Welcome to the Slow Readers of Slow Readers, America's Fast-Paced Literature Podcast, part of Top Gun Radio. Slow Readers, your weekly Fast-Paced Literature Podcast, part of Top Gun Radio. I am Daniel. I'm Gabriel. And this is Book. And this is... Kakatak! Hi, Kak-a-tack! guys. Katie's back. We're going to make the t-shirt that says, I stand Katie Ann. And it's going to be great. <gasps> okay, I'm waiting for, like, three other t-shirts too, Gabe. So, like, when, <laughs> when is it going to be hey, delivered? I'm still, I'm still waiting for that one, like, design to be finished. Mm. We'll make it happen. All right, Gabriel. great. I like the yeah. stand oh, part. <laughs> Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. I barely know what stand means. Gabriel, <laughs> I believe you have a game for us. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel and Kak, I have a game. And much like any time there's three of us, I'm pitting the two of you against each other. Yeah. You're going down, Katie. You're going fucking down. You're going down. I swear to fucking God, you're going to the ground. (laughs) I think that there's a fair chance for either of you to win this, but I think Katie has a slight edge. Because last time I had a slight edge when it came to Godzilla. Not that I won handily or anything. But guys. Whatever. Wait, um, did, wait, did I create that for you guys to play? No, Gabe. Game? Gabe hosted. Yeah, no, the guy, no, you made the Godzilla game. I did? Yeah. What? Nah. Remember? Did you I? did. Yeah. No, Daniel did. Oh. You, it was between you and oh, me Oh, yeah, you're so right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. My memory is remember that. at <laughs> negative capacity. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just want to okay. clarify that because I, I blew my mind. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay. My mind is blown. <laughs> this game is called Grease Wiggerspoon. That's and what I'm going to do, guys, Grease Wergigspoon. Wergigspoon? Wergigspoon. Wergigspoon. And what I'm going to do, guys, is yes. I'm going to give you 
a story description that I half wrote, <laughs> half combined from Amazon subscriptions. Yes. And you're going to tell me, is it a best-selling book from Reese Witherspoon's book club list, Hello Sunshine, <laughs> or if it is a Greta Gerwig film? Oh, this is... I'm so excited. Okay. I'm and excited. More Katie's Wheelhouse, but we'll yeah. see how this goes. Uh, Katie does know uh, Greta Gerwig stuff more than me. Mm-hmm. I and, actually... and I think I know more Reese Witherspoon, too. She's my girl. She's America's yeah. sweetheart, really. I don't... I don't know Reese Witherspoon's uh, book club list. Oh, I follow. I have followed Hello Sunshine since it was created. Little Fires Everywhere is on it. Hey, that uh, falls in her court. I've also, I believe the only (laughs) Greta Gerwig film I've ever seen that had her in it or or her involved in any way was Jackie. I think that's. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, she was was a part of Jackie? Yeah, she was like Jackie's assistant. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right, guys. Daniel, cue some charming rom com music. Nice. Perfect. Good job, Daniel. Uh huh. Yeah, Daniel. Here we go, guys. Okay. Um, if you know the answer, buzz in saying your own name. Um, I'd request, I prefer, actually, you know, buzz, if you think you know it, go ahead and answer right away. But if you get it wrong, it gets passed off to the person right away. Mm. Delio? Okay, okay. And uh, are we going to do this? Who was this? Was it Phil? Where he was just like, hey, do we get negatives for Yeah. <laughs> it was totally worked against him. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, how about this? If you get it wrong, you get a negative point. Oh, that sounds good. I'm, I'm down right. with that. Yeah. Also, can we, have a, can we have like a buzzing word or, oh, or genre of words? Uh, what? Do you, do you have a word that you want to use? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I have food on my mind because I'm a little hungry. So what if we like buzzed in screaming like avocado you know what i yeah, mean like okay. something like that we have to buzz in by basically saying what you're craving right now yeah what you're craving right now okay, okay. I'm, I'm, good. I'm good with that all right okay. now ready. daniel cue the rom-com music when 29 year old plucky heroine is dumped by her fiance luke whatever just three weeks before their wedding she embarks on an emotional year-long adventure of self-discovery filled with love loss, hilarity, and heartache. Guided, and often misguided, by the well-meaning advice of her close friends and eccentric parents, plucky heroine's chaotic journey en route to the big 3-0 proves that a single tumultuous year can yield the lessons of a lifetime. Burrito. Katie. I'm gonna say it's a Greta Gerwig film. Are you sure? No. Well, let's go let's with it Let's go anyway. with it. I'm gonna go with and, it. And, Katie, guess what? What? Correct! That is 2012's Lola Versus, directed by Daryl Wine. Yes. I'm pretty sure I watched the trailer once. I got rid of the names, and they're all. I put Plucky Heroine for every single one of the names. All right, guys. Now, next one. So she she played the Plucky Heroine? Yes. Okay. She's the Plucky Heroine on each one. Okay, okay. (laughs) Your next one. Plucky Heroine. A recent college graduate spends a brutally hot Chicago summer falling in and out of love. She falls for Matt and Paul, two screenwriters she works with. While coasting from relationship to relationship, plucky heroine attempts to find a direction for her life. And as she struggles to find personal and professional fulfillment through various relationships of friends and co-workers, she leaves destruction in her wake. Spring rolls. Avocado. Damn. <laughs> um, that was Katie first. Yeah. Katie? Um, Reese Witherspoon's book club, for sure. You're sure? You're sure? That's I the one? I think so. I think so. All right. Well, guess what, Katie? What? Oh, Wrong! That hurts! No. That is 2007's Joe Swanberg mumblecore classic, <sighs> Hannah Takes the Stairs. Oh. Dang it. You know, 
You know, I, I was actually going to guess that as well because there was no plot to that. <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, <laughs> like, if it's a movie, it has to have a plot. And that didn't have a plot. And I was yeah. like, oh, it has to be a book. It was a Mumblecore bu- movie. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, hey, she was the queen of Mumblecore beforehand. Gosh okay. darn. That's why I, that's why All I right. haven't seen any of her movies. So. Okay, so um, uh, score is uh, zero to zero. <laughs> Katie hurts. had one. She lost one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we can't really answer because it's one or the other. <laughs> All right. Well, now Katie could just defeat herself. Daniel's tactic. I, I no, that's not a, that's not a strategy. I'm my gonna... own competition. <laughs> sure. Okay, guys. Here's your next one. Plucky heroine wants to have a baby and raise him or her on her own. When she enlists a former college acquaintance, Guy Childers, a math major and pickle entrepreneur, to donate his sperm, it's all but a done deal. Until she meets John, a fictocritical anthropologist and a married man. Things get complicated, inseminations are attempted, and all the balance of Plucky Heroin's plans begin to collapse. Peanut butter. Katie! Reese Witherspoon. Are you sure? Yep. Is that is that the one? Yep, that's the one. Alright, Katie. You know what? What? Damn it. That was a Greta Gerwig film. Bitch. That is Maggie's Plan by Rebecca Miller in 2015. I'm on the ground. This is a movie that came out several years ago? Yes. um, uh, Ethan Hawke plays um, uh, John, the ficto anthropologist. What? How dare you? This is a conversation we're going to have. Okay. The only movie you've seen was uh, Valerian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, like. Have you seen the before movies? Okay, we'll worry about this later. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next one, guys. Katie, um, you're at negative one. Daniel's at zero. I hurt myself this all the time. This is not a strategy. I mean, I literally have no <laughs> idea about the answer to any of these. Okay. Uh, here we go, guys. For plucky heroine, messy emotions don't fit into the equation of her perfectly ordered life. She has a perfect apartment, a job that suits her, and a quote-unquote interpersonal arrangement that provides cultural and other more benefit intimate benefits but suddenly when she loses her mother and she finds out plucky heroine's about to become a mother herself she realizes she's losing control when she finds out that her mother is giving her do-nothing brother edward everything in the will plucky heroine must figure out her family issues and find herself in the meantime daniel that is a reese witherspoon book daniel definitely Mm -hmm. Is that a Reese Witherspoon book? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, Daniel, I knew that it. is The Cactus, released last year by yes. Sarah Haywood. That was, like, oh, her, like, what, Haywood. didn't she have that one a few months ago? In the yeah, past, like, six months, like, five months, it was it was her book. It was 2018. Okay. No, but it was on Reese's book. Okay, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have been the highlighted recent, one. Maybe it was on her most recently, but okay. Cool. Okay, Daniel, to one to negative one. No! I'm sorry, Katie. Katie. <laughs> Katie. I refuse to lose. Keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to quote DJ Khaled here, but you may have played yourself. You played yourself. You're in the next one. <laughs> okay, here's the last one, guys. This is the no. Last one. Yeah, Daniel's already won, actually. Oh, no. Don't say but, that. Give Jesus. me a bonus question. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, maybe can this, I can find a can bonus this question. Can be for two points? Okay, this will be for two points. Okay. Or I can quickly okay. find one, because there's one that I wanted to use, but I didn't use it. Okay, ready, guys? Yes. Plucky heroine struggles with appropriate social skills and tends to say exactly what she's thinking. 
Nothing is missing in her carefully timetabled life of avoiding social interactions where weekends are all about pizza, vodka, and talking to her mom. <laughs> but everything changes when plucky heroine meets Raymond, the bumbling and deeply unhygienic IT guy from her office. Ew. When they save Sammy, an elderly fella who falls on a sidewalk, will the three of them become the kind of friends who rescue one another, or will they return to isolation? Banana. Katie. Reese. Is that a Reese book? Yes. Is it banana? I She's did. giving a banana. Banana and peanut butter? I would love that. Yeah, no, I love that shit. Ready? Yep. Yeah, you got one. That means we're tied. We're one one. Okay, Yay. let me let me quickly you're find gonna, one here. Another one. You're okay, gonna... here's a little bit of tiebreaker because I didn't anticipate Katie defeating herself. Katie, how <gasps> confident are you that you're gonna get the lead in this, this I, with this last question? I I don't know. I'm having a nervous breakdown. I need to win. <laughs> <laughs> Katie insists. You've also answered every question except for one. Yeah. I know, and it's so funny because the one that I didn't answer that you did, I was like absolutely sure before you said it and i just no. was slow to do it <laughs> okay here we go you know how it is yeah let me see if, I can, let me see if the description fits okay because like these are all I, I have to break these down quick talk amongst yourselves okay in the meantime okay. katie and yes. Metz, uh contestant number one hello uh, where are you calling from i am calling from my apartment bedroom my poor roommate just got home and she's waiting out in the living room. <laughs> Aww. You should have brought her in and played. Do you, do you I know. Share, I should have. She should come play. Yeah, you guys no. share Oh, that's not but, um, Oh, that's drag. Oh, oh, actually, I do have a question for you, Daniel. Um, yeah, do you do you read scripts? Do you read screenplays? Uh, sometimes I do. I'm not a big, like, screen... Yeah, I, I like, studied it for, like, a couple years, and then, like, it's kind of mm -hmm. fallen by the wayside. But what's up? I have to uh, pick one and read it tonight. And a script? Do you guys have any good recommendations? Because I have just, plenty, but like you know, oh, I want to see um, what you guys I don't think. Know. Just any script? Yeah, any movie that I want. It's for my screenplay. Um, class. one I really liked. Well, I, I found one. I found my thing. But one I really liked is actually the script for um uh, the movie Thank You for Smoking. It's a okay. really interesting script because it's adapted from a very very long novel, mm. and it's it completely goes a different way. It takes everything good out of the novel and leaves everything shit out of it. It's a gr oh. and also it's a very very entertaining script That's compared cool. to the movie. It's a great exercise in script from book to script to on screen. It's a okay. great translation. Oh, also, it's awesome. a great movie. Yeah, you may as well take Gabriel's advice. I, I think he more he has, he speaks more to your uh, your your life. Scripting to okay, guys. <laughs> okay. Ready for your final tie-breaking question? Yes. Right, bring it. Hit the hit the music, Daniel. God, I hope I picked my, my horror music again for uh. this. <laughs> <laughs> Plucky heroin is a lonely college freshman in New York City, having neither the exciting experiences nor the glamorous metropolitan in life she envisioned. Daniel. Yeah, that's uh, Francis Ha. <laughs> You're guessing it's Francis Ha? I'm guessing that's Francis Ha. Your guess is Francis Ha? My guess is that it's a greater girl movie. <laughs> that's not what you said. What? Yeah, that's not what, what? you said. Red flag. You're disqualified. How? Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm disqualified. Okay. Okay, how about this then? Daniel, you were correct. It's a Greta Gerwig film. However, you incorrectly wrong. guessed the movie. So I Katie, get... if you can... I'm going to read the rest of the description. <laughs> if okay. you can guess the movie, you Oof. win hard. Okay. To be fair, this is one of her most popular ones, and it's one I love. Oh, oh I'll no, start again. I'm so bad at titles. Son okay. of a bitch. 
Plucky Heroin is a lonely college freshman in New York, having neither the exciting university experience nor the glamorous metropolitan lifestyle she envisioned. But when she is taken in by her soon-to-be stepsister, even pluckier Heroin, a proud resident of Times Square and adventurous gal about town, she is rescued from her disappointment and seduced by even pluckier Heroin's alluringly mad schemes. This modern screwball comedy is about dream chasing and score settling, makeshift families, and cat stealing. Oh no, I've definitely seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. No. D- d- dramatic music going on right now. Dinner. Can Katie guess it? Can Katie guess it in five and a four, three, two, one? No. Name a title. I can't do no, it. No, nothing, Katie? Nothing. Uh, uh, um, let's see. Uh, Name the first Greta Gerwig that movie comes to your mind. <laughs> Starts with an S. <laughs> no, you lose. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That is Noah Baumbach's Mistress America. Damn. Which is a fantastic movie where Plucky Heroine is actually Lola Kirk and Mistress America, Plucky Heroine is Greta Gerwig. It's a fantastic movie. I, Mistress I America. No, wait, wait. I'm going to watch that tonight. So me it's and so good. End with a draw at both negative one. <laughs> oh, okay, no. Yeah. Katie, do you accept these terms or would you rather lose? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I accept no, we, these terms. We tied. We tied All right. at negative one. <laughs> um, so I'll bring this game back or something like it for your rematch yes, next please. time around. Yes, please. Okay, okay. All right. And that's how you play the game. Yay. Grease Wergig Spoon. Yeah. Grease good, good. Word good job, Katie. Spoon. You put a good job, Daniel. You put a that was lot a, more. That was a battle. Yeah, yeah, that was a battle. That was a battle. You, know, I hit battle. you did very, you did very, very well. You deserved to win, but no, oh. nobody, but nobody won. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm very impressed that you hopped on that last one. That was good. I didn't know that we were allowed <laughs> to just cut you off. Well, we, it was never. Uh, oh, yeah. well, I that's true. You no, you're right. You you're absolutely you, right. Uh, I just need to be even more aggressive than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, I was thinking, oh, honestly, I was thinking, it's like, let's let Cat win. And then the movie said it, and I'm like, that's Francis Hodge, and I just immediately forgot yeah. I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I love uh-huh. Francis Hodge. It's an amazing movie. I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. Let's watch it. It's, it's fucking yeah, outstanding. Yeah, what, Mistress America? Movies, yeah. They're great. No, I'm, uh, oh, Francis Hodge. Also oh. Mistress America. Both Noah Baumbachs. Okay. Yeah. Great movies. I, I, I've said before, I haven't seen that many Greta Gerwig movies, because I, I don't usually go for mumblecore movies. So. Oh, the, the only, the, her later films are not mumblecore. Well, well, Francis Hall, wasn't that moment? I need to go on no. a Greta Gerwig kick Snowbird. and just watch all of them in one sitting. Or at the very least, just watch them. Um, uh, uh, definitely watch Francis Ha. Have you seen Francis Ha? No. You will love Francis Ha. Text Francis me the ha, name. Yeah, so Francis Ha and Mistress America are her two best films, in my Amazing. opinion. Amazing. And then just for the fuck of it, watch The Brood. Uh, sure. The Brood? The Cronenberg horror film? <laughs> the Cronenberg psychological horror film. That's exactly what you should do that's next. Like, that sounds exactly up my alley. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, All right, guys. So um, uh, we're going back on break. Yeah, let's go back on break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about books. We're going to do final thoughts and whatnot. And yeah, Ooh. and then and talk about some other things. Uh, 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 hazy members. Hey! Uh, that's hey. it. Hazy members. We are going to break. Give our thoughts to break. Righteous. Hey, you, we are back. We slow are readers. slow readers. Slow readers. America's With tiny place. chicks. <laughs> we are tiny chicks. When we you think about it, we chicks. all really are just tiny chicks. Yeah, Daniel is Meg, Um, Katie is Joe, and I am Bethamy. That sounds fantastic. How Let's make our own movie right now. <laughs> Fine, Daniel, you want to be Amy? Yeah. Fine, I'll be Meg. Good. I don't want to be Beth. Cool. 
Uh, everyone knows <laughs> that. Nobody wants to be Beth, yeah. the dead one. <laughs> or Beth, the <laughs> dead yeah. one. I oh, matronly, no. but I secretly love luxury. Yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. Right? She's Florence Pugh. No, Amy Burns Joe's book, and I was so mad. She's. I was so mad. She's kind of an asshole. Oh, That's cool. Also, I did not realize yes. Florence Pugh was British until I followed her on Instagram, and I'm like, oh my oh, god, yeah. since when? She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No. She's Are we ever gonna talent. talk about Midsommar? Uh, I would love to talk about Florence Pugh for like an- another thirty minutes. That's <laughs> it. We are running a little long. We are running a little okay, long. Okay, true, true. So we do need to we do need to go to the thing. Katie, do you want to start up sex and violence again, and you be the, and you and me be the hosts? Yes, let's do it. That would actually be a really that cool, actually be pretty yeah, fun. That would, that'd be lovely, actually. That, that would be. Really Katie, fun. I know I, I know you're itching to do a podcast again, I so maybe so we can bring back sex and violence. And I know you would love it if I turned the poster. I'll, I'll make a new movie poster cover of you and me <gasps> for sex and violence. Yes. Where it's oh, you and me holding guns, being really it. awesome. That would be so sick. Do it. <laughs> well, let's discuss this. It'd be fun to have a movie club again. Yay! Yay! Movie club. Three movies too. Maybe that Ooh. one too. We'll see about that. Uh, that's a, uh, so let's do final thoughts, because, uh, we've been talking about the book, what it is, what it's about, kind of, like, one th- the thing about Bob's. Yeah. We didn't really talk about how we feel about that's it. That's very true. How do so, you feel, Daniel? You start. How dare you? I am the uh-huh. host here. I was going to throw it to you first, because I want to hear what he I know what you were no, going to do, and our I guest, threw it to our you. I guess demurred. Okay, okay. You demurred. T- demurred. T- demurred. <laughs> um, I skimmed the first half of this book. Sure. Very much. Um, I think the most one of the most fascinating things about this book to me is how much that this is children's literature in the 1860s. I know it's, like, it's not quite children's literature. It, it would 100 young adults. It's not. It's 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 not like a. It's not by quite. today's standards. It's not children's literature. Back then, this is a children's book. I I don't think that did she publish it explicitly as a children's this, yeah, book. Yeah, this was marketed to children. Like hmm. as she was known as. Uh, as even the thing as the description says is that she wrote adult novels and then her children's novels became popular her children's novels being like little women hmm. um so this is one this is 100 percent a book targeted to like children and whatnot um but also yeah you're it, it, it uh i forgot who it was i think it was emerson said like something like oh this speaks to all readers from like six to 60 or whatever but yeah apparently um when it came out it was so popular that it re- like when people asked young um the young people were interviewed like in a survey what's the what are the most influential books in your life either it dethroned the bible or it was very short of the bible that wow. it was so it was so popular when it came out this was like the blockbuster of its time and young people were like my my two most important books um little women and the bible it was that, that, it was that right. popular that sounds about right that's that's crazy that's like yeah. the best okay. fact i've ever heard <laughs> that people were just like like i used to like the bible now i like little women like which little is women. awesome now i love I like, that i like joe that's great. I mean, she's cooler uh-huh. than Jesus. Yeah, listen, there are no like, cool are you a women Joe or an Amy? Like <laughs> the, the back of the BuzzFeed quizzes back then. You were you were a Meg yes. or a Joe or an Amy or a dead girl or a dead Beth or were you dead, dead Beth? Beth. <laughs> oh but, uh, no, but, uh, that's a uh, so this was again this was a children's book, right? Right, and I, I think it's fascinating you know, how much like you know don't get me wrong. This also existed in a time when like there was no TV at all. There wasn't even radio shows. Yeah, like this was the your entertainment the, the medium. The, mm-hmm. the only medium there was this yeah. in theater That's yes it. uh so like yeah it is and it like it's right away in the, from the start like it kind of it's like kind of meandering it's kind of just like 
it's formless it's not a bad thing too i could absolutely see you completely start tuning out once they do the play yeah like basically when the the play happens i found the play actually kind of oh yeah okay yeah it was basically like when they started fucking around giving like a poor family their food and was just like oh so charming whatever yeah mention it it happened whatever (laughs) um but no but it's kind of meandering it's very dense despite the fact that it's pretty like light on like let's let's say things happening again not that like a novel needs to be things happening it's a novel it doesn't need to be plotty but uh but that said yeah no it was kind of like slow pace so i kind of like skimmed through some whatnot um i liked it i love the characters i kind of i, I would actually this what was the last t- thing we've done that was like an older book like i would actually love to see an adaptation or like an abridged version of this more than i would actually love to re- read the original source that's material. actually a fair point yeah um, that's fair because like reading this it's like oh i love like re- reading this book like i was like i was like god this is boring and then joe starts proclaiming about how she hates being a girl how she wishes like she's like shouting at her sisters about this yeah and i'm like yeah. fucking cool yeah it uh, is curiously dense it is it is curiously dense but like i kind of I, it's i feel, almost feel bad saying like i wish it was a little more just like focus it was a little more edited but like the, obviously that's not the style. it was a style of the time whatever and, and again these kind of complaints is the reason why i tend to avoid 19th century literature um so but, but that said i love the characters i didn't enjoy reading this as much i can't wait to see the greta gerwig movie yeah oh, um, i'm so excited that's, that's it looks great that's kind of like the, the my takeaway from this mm-hmm. uh let's do this uh the other way gabriel you go you go <laughs> second our guest will go last okay Okay. I like that. Gabriel. Yeah. Little women. Go. Um, I'm into it. I'm actually really into it. That um unlike the two of you, I like nineteenth century English literature. I'm a big fan of my Austins and my Brontes. So I'm, Brontes. I'm I was just surprised at how dense this was. I assumed it was gonna be like you know, like one of my my favorite new book revelation in the last few years has been how much I love Anne of Green Gables. And I thought it was gonna be like that. Anne of Green Gables, while not being when any did that come out also? That's a good question. Katie, do you like Anne of Green Gables? Um, never read it. Yeah. Oh, my, good, my are dude. Like, are you like me and you barely know anything about it other than the fact the that it's The thing is book? that I know of all these, and I'm pretty sure I own all of these books somewhere in my basement, but, like, Probably. I never actually read them. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, it's like those books you ha- those beat-up old books you had as a kid that you were mm-hmm. kind of, like, grandfather. Yeah, yeah like, someone gave them to your family, and you're like, no, yeah, It's really like a dusty really book that you're, like, you're, like, you've never opened up, and like, oh, that's on the shelf. But even mm-hmm. Anne of Green Gables is more modern than It's this. much more modern than Anne of Green Gables is slightly older than uh, Sherwood Anderson's uh, Winesburg, Ohio. Correct. <laughs> and, like, and that one is breezy, it's charming, it's almost a little more theatrical, whereas this reads, like, a 19th century English novel. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. a, she's a writer's writer whereas lucy maud montgomery definitely wanted to have her flights of fancy but i'm really enjoying this i like this a lot i i i, I it took me a, it took me a minute that reading those first few chapters i'm like uh, what the, a play okay that's chill <laughs> but then eventually it starts getting into these more anecdotal short chapters where they learn a lesson or something happens and like there's that one i i love the chap uh, i don't remember the castles on the air Whatever the I chapter mean. where um, they're just talking about their dreams uh-huh. in the field, and while they're doing their busy bee club, it's yeah. fucking so charming. And I, I, I love that. I, I like. I'm yeah. really into it. I like those parts a little more. Uh, I I liked it less when it was Jim. It was them. I would actually love this if this if this was nothing but them having meandering conversations. It kind of is, and it kind of is. But like, I would dare say, like, it actually gets too meandering and kind of 
like some of the like, that's that, a that, fair that'd point. Be my criticism, but gotcha. I, I wanted this to be nothing but just like fun, playful conversations between these characters. Yeah, that was my expectation, and it turns out to be much thicker than that, yeah. which I'm still on board for. But this, it's not easy reading. It's a flabby book, I would say. A flabby that's, seems. It's a flabby. It's a thicker <laughs> book than you anticipated. It's more serious. It than is. It yeah. It's, it's I thought it was book. about half the size of what it is, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I thought it was oh. like, like 150 pages. It's like 400. And hey, it's, it's so much. It kind of is. I mean, like it's. It's, it's uh, two books. It's, it's two books. Like, That's true. Makes sense. Uh, Katie Cat, Ann. Cat attack. You guys summed it up really good. You guys had, like, hit a lot of my points. I love, well, I love books that are charming like this, especially, like, older ones, because it's so odd because, like, all the authors of back then were all, like, angry alcoholics, and so, like, <laughs> all of their stories are pretty, like, angry alcoholic vibes. Very and, important. Uh, non-angry alcoholic. Yeah, non-angry <laughs> alcoholic completely. Um, and so I, I like noticed that when I was reading it, and um, the whole like what you said about like the meandering conversation and stuff like that, and that's how that's kind of like how it is, and um, how they learn the lessons are just by like living and going through things, and it's so anecdotal. I don't know. That's how my writing is myself, and that's how I, I know I like to tell a story through a very similar fashion. And so I really enjoy reading this, and I'm excited to continue through it. And I, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of like it because it's it's charming, but it's not like happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, so it's pretty. It's dark. It is. Yeah. And I think like yeah, it's just like dies. yeah, yeah. Daniel who loves the dead fact that Beth dies. <laughs> Hashtag dead Beth. Dead Beth. Which dead sister are you? Hashtag fuck Scarlet Fever. Oh no, that's oh no. That's sad. That hurts. No, no, there's not much to interrupt, but um that's But you're excited to finish the book and for part two? Yes, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm just I'm most excited for this film, and especially because I remember when it was first released that Greta will be um, doing this film, directing this. She said how, you know, she's not trying to remake it. It's not a sequel, like, especially the, like, the whole remake. Because she, she is so in love with the Winona Ryder film. Oh, but yeah? she didn't, oh, yeah, this was, like, this was her, both her favorite book and movie growing up. Like, she says she's read it so many times and has watched it a million that. times. And, um... So she said that, like, this is her own take on it. When she reads it, this is what she sees, this is what she feels, and everything like that. And That's, so, like, the best possible, like, thing I could hear about this. Because yeah. there would be nothing worse than a canned version of this. Mm-hmm. If, at the very least, it was deeply personal to her, then that yeah. means the world. No, it's, it's it, like, she says how, like, this is the biggest story of her life. Like, oh, this, is, this is hers, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think she says she's you know with that always comes like a little bit of like nerves but she didn't really seem to have that it was more she wasn't nervous about it because this was her idea like she wrote the script she's directing it like this is all her own thing so um i'm excited for all of it i want to continue reading and i'm ugh. This, this is going to be so good. My roommate and i literally have watched <laughs> this trailer together like 7 times in the past week <laughs> like it's a great trailer it's We're a very so good trailer it's a, it's a good trailer yeah totally it is greta um, always has really good trailers in my yeah, opinion. she does. But yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. No, okay. No, well, well said, Katie Ann Kamatz. Thank you. This, this Thank is why you. we have you on. Uh-huh. The only reason I'm kidding. 
nice. Thank you for having me on, though, guys. I love coming yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, Katie, we love having you on the show. Also, Podcasting we're not, is so lit. We're, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Oh, okay. I just it. wanted to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have one how dare you start saying like how much you appreciate being on here we're not fucking I know talking. fuck this fuck, right. oh, excuse me <laughs> I'll just go fuck myself <laughs> well, <laughs> we have we have one big segment about the book to go through and yeah. it's something called Hazy Memories Hazy Memories brought to you by Jonathan B. Horny Shawnee B. Horny from the Whip Around Podcast brought to you by Fox News uh, brought to you by <laughs> Weird News and themselves yes them too uh, also Fox News they don't, they don't, it's a secret anyway, sure uh, that, uh, but we're going to start with uh, Katie and Kometz. Yes. Katie and Kometz, if you remember years from now when you think back to having read the first half of Little Women, what is the first thought that comes to your head? Really? You're giving up your fucking Christmas breakfast? Oh, shut That's up. That's your about memory? <laughs> dead ass. That still sticks in my mind. I, like, I continuously go over the memory of me reading that sentence and rolling my eyes and be like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. Could you get any more charming? Like, just get out of here. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so stereotypical because they're so happy about giving. And I'm like, okay. like. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt that too. You know what funny. I mean? It stood uh, out yeah. just because it's like, kind of funny but also, also like, like i love how when they see that like it, well it's like a, it's like a, a a woman and like her several children and they're all like half dead yeah <laughs> like, right? their win- like just to fuck just to just as a fuck you their windows broken yeah like- yeah right come on you can't even but, uh, fix the window it's like it's like they can't afford firewood firewood and their windows broken and mm-hmm. like they have one blanket for it's like it's very, so like- stereotypical like you're like <laughs> okay they're good people. It's a very Dickensian image. It's it's, it's that's where she's very much like Dickens. They're so charitable. Like like an incredible, like a comically poor family family gets a comically wonderful family, (laughs) comically charming and generous thing. It's like a sickly family, a family, a family, yeah, a A calamity. I kind of like that. Cool. (laughs) Guys, we're a family here. Gabriel, yes, Daniel. What is your final thoughts? God damn it. My hazy memory? That one, too. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, My hazy memory is going to be that quote I really like from chapter eight. The coffee one. (laughs) That's the one. Exactly. No, it's uh, so. I have boyfriends rather than coffee. It's that chapter where, like I was talking about how um, (laughs) I was furious. Like, I'm a very, like, involved reader. So when something, if injustice happens, I'm really mad. Mm -hmm. So when Amy burns Joe's book, I'm fucking furious. That's bullshit. You fucking brat. It is bullshit. And and then you and then a good story will manipulate you into feeling what it wants you to feel in a in a good way. And I love this quote. I think it kind of like sums sums up the whole book for me. I think it's for many people. Where um Amy fell through the ice and she's on the brink of death and mm-hmm. Joe has filled with regret. And uh and Mrs. March Marmy she is consoling um Joe uh, by admitting that she also has a lot of anger, much like Joe. And she says, um, here's a quote, like, like yours, mother, why you are never angry. And for the moment, Joe forgot remorse and surprise. I've been trying to cure it for 40 years and have only succeeded in controlling it. I am angry nearly every day of my life, Joe, but I've learned not to show it. And I still hope to learn not to feel it, though it may take me another 40 years to do so. And I think that's kind of like the entire like thesis point for Joe, let alone the whole kind of metaphor for women in the 19th century that this is such a cool book for depicting women as fucking people and not just, you know, and it rails against it being just the wives and the daughters and the mothers of the whole stories. So I think that's a great, great 
moment that makes me think of this whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really good. Shoot. Thanks, bro. That shit was cool, bro. That Thanks. was really freaking cool. Katie, what's your hazy memory? She already went. Damn already it. Went. Daniel, what's your hazy <laughs> memory? Silly goose. Go again. Um, no, you go again. Uh, I'd say, uh, not to repeat myself so much, but I think for me originally, especially in terms of first impressions of this book, was that one moment when, again, like kind of reading this and feeling kind of how like meandering and aimless it was. And it's so interesting getting into something like this from having read uh, Franny and Zoe recently. Oh, yeah. Another book that is, like, 90% dialogue. Yeah, but every word, it hits like a hammer. But, like, yeah, every... (laughs) Whereas something like that is, like, for lack of a better word, tighter. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, you... Like, somebody... Economical. Dude fucking trimming... Or pushing back the cuticles of his fingernails while complaining to his mom. Cuticles. Them, too. Uh, uh, pushing back them on, on like his finger while complaining to his mom or whatever it, it is so like there's a reason for everything and then this has that kind of same style this, but like right away you're just kind of like like this... this like a lot of 19th century books are like lyrical marking of time where it it almost feels like vamping but that's just the style of the time it, as opposed to Salinger where everything has a purpose like point blank it's it's like it's edited more and that's a, another way to put that's, it. That's, that's, that's the negative way I could put it. Yeah, uh, towards like eight, 19th century stuff, where I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I wish this was like tighter. We're like, we're just meeting these people and we're meeting them through conversation, which is cool. Yeah, but like, we don't really get to know them until like, like, a, like a little but while. But that's a slow bleed. That's on purpose. It is. But like, but the moment we actually do start to actually meet them for the first time, I actually really dig this. And again, like my my hazy memory would be again repeating that thing where. Jill all of a sudden just like yells at her sisters about how she hates being a girl, uh-huh. and, uh, and yeah. like it just kind of like it shocked me on my system from being like oh, this is boring to being like oh shit oh cool damn girl oh this is something new surprised the hell out of me <laughs> um yeah stuff like that and also like those moments when we actually do get introduced uh, to the characters and whatnot I, I I do really dig that and whatnot but that that would be like there's a bunch of things I remember but I think I'll, I'll call that my hazy memory I can dig really that nice, really nice introductions to four girls who are roughly uh, age mm-hmm. how old are they when we meet them I, I know Amy's 12 um, yeah I'm a, Meg is 17 she's 17 yeah Joe uh-huh. is 15 yeah okay. and then I, I think, think Beth, Beth is around is 11 right four, no Did Beth is like 11? no no Beth <laughs> is like 14 or 13 and oh. Joe and uh, Amy's 12 oh that's who I was thinking I think I think so yeah, no, Amy's Amy's definitely twelve. That's what that's uh, when we meet her. She's twelve. Yeah, um, I know because I, I remember that just because like I was like I was like I was trying to guess who was who, and I thought uh, Florence Pugh was gonna be Joe. No, I thought um, I thought Florence I thought Florence Pugh was gonna be Beth. You thought she was gonna be Beth? Yeah. Hell no, she's no. She she's makes not, a but now that I've Amy. read more, yeah, Lady no, she's Mc, a great Amy Lady now. Lady Macbeth is not gonna be Beth. Fucking Paige. <laughs> yeah. From fighting with my family. Oh, yeah, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just casted so well. Like they are all like those roles exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm into it. Florence Pugh's the dark one. I like yeah. Anyway, let me some Pew. Uh, that's that said, we're gonna close the book gently, not throw it away. Yes. Because at some point uh, in December of 2019, probably yes. at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we might. There's a chance we might all be in Pennsylvania that time, <gasps> around uh, Christmas time. So you yes! might all be in person. That would be a. Yeah. Ju- Let's do that, please. I'm definitely yeah. gonna be there. I don't know if Daniel's gonna want to throw down $800 for a plane ticket, but if he does, <laughs> a thousand. Thousand? Um, yeah. Really? Uh, Fucking hell! Oh, you could do better. Oh no 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 no! no, no. You I'm have a... to you have to buy it. Um, Black Just Friday. Just Black, Black Friday has sales for flights? yeah Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I just found out has insane sales. Oh, like, that's you awesome. Could get tickets, you could get tickets for Christmas around like two three hundred bucks. 
What? I, yeah. Probably be a really I, painful I, layover. I don't know. Yeah. I doubt that, dude. <laughs> we'll see. I, I mean, like, cause hey, I think... Daniel, we work from home. We do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, but uh, but no, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll plan in the future. I'm also at the moment I said I'm just like mm-hmm. equipment. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so Kitty, you want to plug for us? Plug? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Kitty Commits. Um, the ad is Katie Cat, but don't worry about that. Look me up at Katie Kometz, and you can see updates about my new short film coming out, hopefully, yeah. in November. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. So, yeah, that's me. Let's go, Gabriel. Plug. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't checked it out yet, please check out Self-Evident Asian America Stories. It's a podcast I worked on. They just wrapped up their first season. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. They produce these excellent stories about the Asian American experience. My episode, episode three, the talk we were supposed to have, was featured on the AV Club's podcast. So I'm very, very proud of that. Very proud of the show. Um, Long Distance Radio, another show by... Uh, um, Paul Amardo and Patrick Capino also featured the episode. They're really great people. Give them a listen. They're also about um, uh, trans-specific like stories. It's a fantastic time. So please give that a listen. Please give that a review. And, you know, listen to fucking Asian American stories some more, Quentin. Anyway, um, uh, please follow <laughs> me on Instagram at, uh, what am I now? Read.Richards. Read like reading a book. And, um, damn, give this show some reads, some reviews, some reads, some reviews, some stars, some subscribes. Give, some reads. Just, give just, us some fucking love, we, dudes. We need those reads. Give us some stars, subscribes. Be like Johnny No Thumbs. Give us, shameless. maybe even, yeah, be, be <laughs> shameless. So just go for it, guys. Give us some love. We need you. Write into us anytime. Mm. Daniel Plug. Yes, you can follow me at Twitter at Top Gaunt Radio and on Instagram at Slow Readers. I'm mainly uh, active on Slow Readers. I just realized I haven't been active on Slow Readers. Uh-huh. Yeah, Instagram a little more. Yeah, what do you I've doing? been lazy about mine, too. Um, also, yeah, you can buy my fiction on Amazon right now in paperback and ebook, uh, The Shadow from the Deep, and also A Cook in the Kingdom, uh, both available right there. Plus, you can go to topgauntpress.com where uh, you can find more information on the prose that I write. Uh, that said, that is the end of the show. Katie and Kometz. Yes. This is your 300th appearance on the show. That is yeah. correct. Exactly. Uh, Happy 300, it's, everybody. It's so it's so great to have you again. And Aww, also, it's so great to be here. Thank it's you. It's always a pleasure to have you, Katie. It's, it's great Aww. to hear. It's great to hear that. Uh, that yeah, you'll be back again in a matter of months. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be able to record in person. Woohoo! Um, yeah, that said, uh, uh, you know, and it's great, and I can't wait yes. to, uh, I can't wait to hear it that you guys are putting together sex and violence because that'd be a really we might see how that goes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, it's freaking so. go. All right. Okay, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I can't wait to continue reading and come back and discuss more movies over uh, books uh-huh. at all times. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Awesome. We should name this sub series something about a Saoirse Ronan title for doing all Saoirse Ronan's books of Katie K. Derailed on Chesil Beach. <laughs> that's pretty good thanks um, <laughs> I'll think of something also yeah it's too short notice you got it no okay, okay. <laughs> right. uh, that's it that's the end of the show uh, say goodbye Gabriel bye everyone say goodbye Katie and Commence goodbye everybody have wonderful days say goodbye Daniel goodbye bye bye <laughs> This has been a Top Gallant Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topgallantradio.com. Top